Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This is the first episode of 2022, and while I have some big goals for the podcast this year, I'm trying to focus on one thing at a time. I think that's essential for me right now, and you might be feeling the same way too. I feel like January is always this month of big plans, and I've already written down, you know, what I want to happen over the next 12 months. But when you focus so far ahead, it can often leave you feeling like you're not doing enough right now. So while I'm excited to start a new year, I'm trying to be mindful with each and everything I do, from who and what I follow on social media to my writing and photography projects. And mindfulness is actually a thread of this week's episode. My guest is Florida-based Patricia San Pedro, the author of Face Fitness, a book that contains 50 simple exercises we can do to get toned and glowing skin, as well as the founder of Sunina Skin, and she's a mum of four. I first found Patricia on Instagram sharing facial exercises, which, if you know me, you'll know that's something that I've always been interested in, especially since I had Anastasia Goron of All You Can Face on episode 70. She really taught me just how much you can do with your hands when it comes to changing your facial structure, but also how we feel. So getting Patricia on made sense. She's really passionate about facial exercises and regularly shares new gua sha routines on her social platforms. She also has Sunina Skin, the brand that I mentioned, which is very rooted in spiritual ethos and features products such as K-Tape, which is also known as facial kinesiology tape, which is all about lifting the skin to boost circulation and encourage skin rejuvenation, as well as other body and face gua sha tools and more. I wanted to invite Patricia on to find out more about building a beauty brand during a pandemic and how she struggles a busy family life with business and content creation. So in this episode, I wanted to ask her about challenging moments in her life, and I wanted to find out what it was that instilled the concept of mindfulness into her daily life. I hope you love it. So I have never been a morning person, so I don't know why God blessed me with (laughs) so many things to do in the morning, but um, I definitely make sure I get everything done at night, the night before. So when I wake up, I can still, you know, wake up at a decent hour, um, which is around 7am, 7.05. And then that's when I start getting my first kid ready. So um, not my first kid, but Mm -hmm. the first person that needs to go out the door, which is Ariel. So from seven to like 7.20, I get her ready while I'm getting Jordan ready and Raya. So my Jordan is my two-year-old. Raya is my uh, nine-month-old. So they all have something to do for the day. And um, I get them ready simultaneously. I feed them, get them out the door. I do drop-offs in the morning. But in the midst of all of this, I make sure that I have my skin at least um, with sunscreen and serums. So I'll do serums and sunscreen in the morning, like the bare minimum, just so I'm okay to go out the door. Um, I get dressed really quick. Even that is um, set up so that I know what I'm wearing the next day, quickly put my clothes on, their clothes on, leave. Um, My husband does Tyler, a 13 year old and Ariel's drop off my four-year-old. So he does that. And then I do the other younger two. 
So once they're all in school, my true routine starts. So that means I come home, I have a mega former in my garage, and I'll just go right to my a mega former, I'm a former mega former instructor, and it's the one workout that I believe in that will get you set correct and right. Your um, you feel good, your body feels good, you feel toned the next day, you see results literally like immediately. So it's a uh, machine by Legree, and it's a low impact, high intensity machine where you can do lunges and crunches and all different types of things, but you're working with uh, your body weight and your balance. So it's a very, very um, efficient machine. So that's what I love about it. I'll I'll hop on that for about 20 to 30 minutes um, while I'm drinking my coffee. (laughs) And then um, I'm very... I'm such a multitasker. I know it's like not the best thing, but that's no, but just, it sounds like you have to be with four children and the business. Like Yeah, no, I just like things to be as efficient as possible. So I, I have my coffee while I'm on the machine. I'm a trained instructor, so I'm okay to just, you know, flow with it as I feel. And so I break the rules a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and then after that, it's around 9.30, 9.45 at that point. That's when I go up to my office, which is in here. And I do, I pr- turn on meditation music. Um, I may or may not meditate for five to 10 minutes, but affirmations and um, all of that is done in the morning right away. Um, I love to start with just a mantra for myself, whether it's saging or just sitting still for like 10 minutes that's done and then I go I keep the meditation music on and then I kind of just flow into my day which means um social media um content uploading um looking up different ideas and inspirations for the next few um things new types of content that I want to create um and just handling like back-end logistic things for the store, for the brand. Um, Wednesdays, which is today, are my team meetings. So usually every Wednesday I have my team meetings or any kind of meetings I like to schedule all on Wednesdays. And that's kind of the morning in a big (laughs) mess of a organ. It's very organized, but very chaotic, um, but kind of the same every day. Can you just tell me just about the skincare? Because you're definitely known for your glow. You're known for the techniques that you share when it comes to gua sha and other facial toning. And obviously you sell your own range. But what are the key products you have been using when you are on the fly and you have to get your serum and your SPF on? To me, in the morning, just sunscreen is super important. Um, When I put my anytime I touch my face, anytime I put any kind of serum on, I do some sort of face fitness move, um, in, whether consciously or not. If I'm putting on toner, I'll do one of these. Or if I'm putting on um, serum, I know I'm always like lifting up and I'm pressing into the skin. So even if it's not this elaborate flow that you might see on a video tutorial, it's still like one or two moves that I just quickly do. And that's the one thing that I like to um kind of highlight for uh, 
in, in anything that I teach is that you can incorporate, you can learn the moves first and then just incorporate them into your skincare routine day to day. So that it doesn't feel like an extra task because I get it. It's it, you're busy. Everybody's busy. And so not everybody wants to do elaborate 10 step, you know, skincare routine <laughs> at night. We just like, some people just don't find the time for that. And so I just like to let it work with me and for me versus the other way around and it becoming a stressful situation. So um, that's how I incorporate any of my products or anything like that. Even with gua sha, gua sha can be super simple. I have that in my nightstand and I actually have it in my bag, my nightstand, my bathroom. So anytime I just want an extra and it's usually my neck. So I'll grab it from my nightstand. I'll do a quick flow um, on my neck and I'll just, you know, go up and down my neck. And that just sets me up so nice to just relax right before bed. And, um, and I love how easy it is. It is. You're so right that it's so easy, but I'm still in that frame of making myself fit it in. I need to get to the stage of where it's part of my skincare because obviously I'm going to cleanse at night and obviously I'm going to put some yes. products on but sometimes it's like now I need to find my gua sha and do that and I just haven't got into the flow and I feel like it is so beneficial like I love seeing you and I follow quite a, a few other people that use it there's all I feel that anyone that does gua sha regularly there are telltale signs that they do you know the cheek area is very full and soft and rounded and that's what I want, but I'm just, I'm still stuck in that, get the gua sha, you know. What oh, I mean? but your skin is so beautiful. I'm looking at you right now and your, your skin is so, you can tell when somebody is skin conscious, you know, at least to that point. Yeah. And so um, you've got it, Therese. <laughs> 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 Patricia, I'm having like, you're so sweet. But honestly, before I came on, I was like, oh my God, I hate maskne because I had a really bad time with maskne and it's, like 90% gone mm. but it it just it just sent me down an awful stressful path and I think that's why I wanted to get into gua sha more but actually I think I'd read about you have to be careful if you're acne prone with gua sha because spreading I don't know if it's spreading bacteria or the actual inflammation side of it Yeah. So it's actually really good for inflammation for calming inflammation, but the other side of it is if it's angry acne, that is really at the peak of it, then, um, the spread of bacteria definitely is an issue. And so one of the things that I learned from, um, just being within this community is, uh, and also from my training is that you should not do gua sha when you have that acne or acne protein. However, you can use those acne patches and put it over your skin, over the acne first, and then do the gua sha over, which is actually a genius idea because um, you want the blood circulating, you want the hydration there and the nutrients to flow to that area. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great alternative. Also, um, gua sha stones like the rose quartz run from Sunina skin is very naturally cooling and great for inflammation. So, um, if you have acne, there are ways to go around it and do the gua sha because it's so beneficial for especially acne prone skin. 
Yeah. I'm going to try and be more committed. I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I definitely want to get into how you found this path. But before we get into that, I would love to know early stages of your life when you discovered that beauty was a thing. What was the key influence for you? Yeah, so I grew up in, I'm Korean American, and I grew up in a Korean household, very influenced by my immigrant parents. And um, it was actually my stepdad that was very, very into skincare. Anytime he saw a pimple on my face, he was, um, you know, he was like on it. <laughs> and he was like, wow. this, is, this is what you have to do. And he, he actually made me very conscious of my skin. And even to the point where I myself was so conscious that it made me feel like insecure about my skin. So um, even though I didn't have, you know, this terrible, you know, acneic skin, it was just like regular hormonal things that happens as a teen. And so I was very much like almost to this point of like, it was just as important as like, what am I going to wear to school tomorrow? Like my skin has to be clear. <laughs> so it was almost like that type of um, uh, need to make sure that I had my skincare regimen down. Um, I was very young at that time. We didn't have as many, yeah, we didn't have as many resources then though. Also, you know, I was using like Maxima pads, I remember. And now it's like such a shameful thing to use, <laughs> Maxima pads, you know, but, it, you know, some things worked and some things didn't. But what I learned from at an early age is that you really need to nurture your skin and hydration is truly key. It's not about like burning your skin. It's really about like taking care of it with moisture, hydration, toner, all of that. So um, that's what I learned early on. And even earlier than that, my I write, I uh, talk about it in my book, Face Fitness, and I talk about my earlier upbringing with my my father, my natural father, and he was um, an eighth degree grandmaster at Taekwondo, and he taught me to meditate as a kid. Wow. So I had like a really great, like, you know, inner world type of um influence of a father and then the outer material kind of father who was like really interested in like, are you looking okay? <laughs> you know? And so um, both of those influences was like very much a big part of the trajectory of like where I was going to go in the future. It sounds like you blended them right together because when I stumbled upon you, I was like, yeah, there's the concept of the mindfulness, the mindful beauty, like being present with what you're doing, not just slapping on 10 things and rushing out the door and it sounds like that's where you are that's why you are able to have you know the routine for the four children and get to work like it sounds like it was in you from an early age oh maybe yeah I mean it was definitely a um you know trial and error for a very long time I didn't just like flow into it I know mm -hmm. um in my mid-20s I did have like this awakening where I was at rock bottom and I was completely lost and confused. And I really had to find my way back to, you know, what is, who am I? Like, what is it that I want to do? And why is this so important? Why am I so insecure? You know, all of those kinds of things really were in the forefront for me. And so it didn't, it, it's not, it wasn't an easy ride, but it was, um, but looking back to it in retrospect, it makes a lot of sense. 
Do you mind sharing a little bit more about that, Patricia? Just because I always find that when somebody's got a story to share, it always resonates with the people listening. Like for you yeah. to be in your mid twenties and be asking yourself, "Why am I so insecure?" What got you to that stage? Was it the yes. work life? Was it personal? Or right. So um, I think it was like everything conjumbled into just one thing where I was at a job. I was wondering why am I sitting behind a desk? I don't want to sit behind a desk. I know I, I found myself getting um, very uncomfortable, you know, promoting the works of like all of these amazing creative artists. I was at a photo agency at the time and I was like, you know, very uncomfortable because I was like, I want to stand up and I want to do these things, but why am I not like, creating, you know, I, I want to do those things. And so that made me question like constantly, what am I doing? What am I doing? Right. And then, um, I always remember thinking, thinking I had to be dressed up. I had to be to the nines. I had my foreign shields on every single day. I had my hair done, my makeup done. I could not go out anywhere. If I did not have all of these measures in place as my own standard to go out. And I realized that was my own insecurities growing up and having to look a certain way and all of that. So um, all of that eventually had to break down. So I found yoga. I found um, my meditation practice again, which was uh, amazing because I had, you know, I meditated when I was a little baby, like four or five years old, <laughs> didn't know what it was, but, um, from my father, <clears throat> but, um, as an adult, I didn't really do it until my, in my twenties, when I found yoga again and, or, or meditation again and found yoga and I did yoga teacher training. I, um, really was, what it was, what pushed me into yoga teacher training was I was constantly seeking the approval of others. And I was constantly seeking the approval of the men in my relationships. And it got to the point where I was really losing myself and um, it needed, there needed to be correction. And there's something in your heart that always says in your intuition, that's, and that kind of pushes you in the direction, like you need to go, go somewhere, do something, or there's an, or somebody in your experience that says, I think it was somebody in my, my now husband's family member had said to me, that's who she really is. When I had acted not a great way, that's who she really is. And that triggered me. And I said, that's not who I am. And I'm going to prove you wrong. And so that was the kind of chip on my shoulder that I needed to move in the direction that I knew that I was meant to move in. And so that was why I found yoga teacher training. And I really cleansed myself from the inside out. And I realized I want to teach, I want to empower women, I want women to feel the way that I do right now, which is how I felt at the moment on the yoga mat, like I felt so beautiful, even without any makeup, any nothing on I was I was able to just walk around New York City you know, without any, anything and just be cool with it. <laughs> and it was like a new feeling for me. It was very liberating. And that was the start of, of that journey. And I think that was in like 2013. I love that because um, I can't remember what it was though. It's probably a book that I read and it was about the amount of people that go through life doing the things, you know, the thing you were doing before, 
they sit there and they're often in creative industries, but they never quite have the confidence to make it themselves. So they are the people that might, you know, promote artists or be assistants or be managers um, or be PR people. But a lot of the time they're thinking, I wish that was me. I wish I was producing art or I wish I was performing. So it sounds like you were you were lucky that you made the breakthrough. Maybe mm. that person saying that thing did you a favor, you know, in a way, because it sounds like, you know, something else was definitely there for you all this time. 100%. And there's a, there's a part in my book, I think it was, I'll read it to you right now, where I say, um, and it is such a blessing that that person did say that because I find I'm grateful for that person today. I love that person. It's, it's in my family. So um, I, I write in my acknowledgments in the back of the book, I say, I am so grateful to the countless individuals that have led me to my dream of authoring a book, if you've encouraged me, uplifted me, or even questioned or discouraged me, you have shaped my ability to um, teach the practice practice of face fitness. And so, you know, everybody in your journey, there is a piece to the puzzle in your journey that everybody can be a part of. And so, you know, you really have to definitely, I think that's so wise of you, Sharice, that you mentioned that is you know, that was a favor. It really was a favor. So I'm looking at you and I'm listening to your story and I'm just like, you're so put together. I I need to know, did this strength of yours, this mindful approach, how did it go when the pandemic hit? Did you have any, like many of the rest of us, did you have any moments when you were just like, I'm over this? Um, Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I, you know, I have three little well at the time it was two little kids and then I got pregnant um during the pandemic so during the launch week of my brand Sunina Skin (laughs) I found out I was pregnant that same week and so it was very difficult but also I felt like our family was definitely thriving because we got closer and we had little kids and in my heart, I was happy to have them at home and not like shoving them in school. Well, like we are today, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I liked that they, they were home um, and we were spending so much time. We have so many memories, especially like in photos and videos. And I look back even a year ago, it's just, they've grown so much. And so I think that was, I think that it was a really great thing. It gave me a lot of time to reflect And I'm naturally a homebody and I'm naturally very, um, I like to, I I gain energy by um, being at home or uh, doing things on my own independently. So it it was nice to have that kind of like reflection for a year and also trying to stay safe and all of it. So um, it it was definitely difficult, but also a really nice time for um, reflection and family, you know, and my family is growing. I, I have a new one. So cute. So cute. You've got (laughs) so many cute kids. Thank you. They are really cute. (laughs) I have a spinoff of my podcast called meet the founder where I talk to people. um, And coincidentally, a few of them started a business during a pandemic, not intentionally like maybe they started it in March and then lockdown happened but tell me your 
launching a business during lockdown story? So I, my book is, so my book deal came about in 2019, the day my son was born, I got my uh, book deal in inquiry. I confirmed it maybe a few months later. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to write this book now. And I had inquired with a bunch of my skincare contacts, skincare company contacts, other brand owners about doing a collaboration in time for the book to come out on an oil, um, a facial oil so that we could promote it together. And it'd be like um, a nice duo to sell and promote. <clears throat> and I was really excited about all of it, but I got rejection after rejection after rejection. And I thought to myself, okay, I've always had this dream of like opening up my own brand, you know? So I thought to myself, why don't I just do it now? The pandemic happened and I decided, why don't I just do it? I have all this time right now. So let me just do it. And this was not, my plan was to have my own brand. Like, I don't know, I was thinking like years later, but it ended up being in 2020 because I wanted an oil. <laughs> like I really wanted an oil to go with my face fitness massages and yeah. I was not getting the yes from the companies that I wanted. So I just created my first oil and um, branded it under Sunina Skin. And now we have um, two different oils that I'm so in love with. And Baby Glow was the first oil. And Baby Glow is inspired by my kids. And like we just spoke about you know, our, my kids were around me 24 seven at the time. And my inspiration was literally their little faces and how they have just such a natural glow. And so I just named it baby glow. It's um, made of seven natural ingredients, um, plant-based ingredients. And so they're, they're safe to use for babies. You can use it on your babies, on your hair, skin, nails, all of it. And that was, that was the inspiration. And that was in April. Um, well, April, 2020 is when I started the process of everything. And then August is when I launched the store and the oils and everything. Wow. So what have been the main challenges? Have you had any challenges when it comes to getting ingredients during the pandemic? I know a lot of smaller brands had issues because you have to order so much, but then it would get stuck yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you know what? So I was actually very fortunate because I entered the whole manufacturing game like during the pandemic. So that means I have no prior expectations on like how right. long it's supposed to take or, you know, and I didn't I didn't really know. So um, the fact that like one of my manufacturers said, oh, it's going to be like six weeks or four weeks or whatever it was, I was okay with it because that was now my own standard. I don't know what to base it off of, but now I realize what the standard is. And now that right now at this present moment, I'm getting things quicker. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. It's quicker <laughs> now because, you know, um, people are at work and they're working. So um, it's a lot easier, the whole process. And I didn't realize this before, but now I do. But it also, it, it was great because last Christmas, I was 
very, very short on time with getting things in time for like Christmas season. And so this year I was a little bit more prepared. I was like a month earlier on track to get things in order and to get products in on time. So um, it was a very much a learning experience last year. I feel like you're probably going to have to write another book about just that whole experience for people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot, but um, I mean, there's so many things like back end wise, like working with my team and all of it. So um, a whole it definitely is a whole other like manual of things to talk about. <laughs> but tell me more about face fitness because. I've had somebody on previously, all you can face. And she really got me into, she was just like, you don't need any, you know, it's in our hands and how important it is to actually use your hands on your face to stay and literally stay in touch with your skin, how it feels, whether it's dry, whether it's oily. Um, But I would love to know from you, what would you say are the exercises that you feel that everybody should do that they don't even realize just how powerful they are. Yes. Um, so the neck is very important um, to do because that is literally the super highway to your face and getting all the nutrients up to your face. And a lot of times our neck is in misalignment because of the phone usage and just looking down, just not sleeping properly, all of it. So um And when your neck is misaligned is when the lymph nodes don't work. The lymph passageway is not as open for us to get the circulation as efficiently as we need. And so the more open and flowing our neck is, the better it is for our facial glow and just healing in general. Because I feel like we talk about facial glow all the time, but it's really about how we feel. Like if we feel good, it's going to naturally come out into our faces. And so, um, feeling good really for, for the facial muscles and for the facial skin, it really all starts at the neck. And so even if you don't have time to do your facial targeted workouts, um, just doing your neck alone is 70% of your workout. Because when you open up that area, you have the flow going up to your skin, you really honestly don't need to do that much for your face as long as the neck is taken care of. If you have 15 minutes, do 15 minutes of your, your neck. And that is really all you need. Um, as far as like using your face, um, using your hands for your face, it's so true because there's something that my friend in the industry, Gothamista, um, Regina from Gothamista, she had coined is skin tuition. And it really is about getting to know your skin. You really know what your skin needs. The more you touch it, the more you work with it, the more you know, you know, I can skip a few things today, or I need more hydration today. Today, I need a detox mask or you will just be able to look at your skin. And I totally hundred percent value estheticians and dermatologists and all of that, but you can be your own skins pro and you actually know more than the the professionals around you, you know, your own skin more. So just look at it, touch it, feel it and work with it. And you'll be able to tell what it actually needs. 
What would you say is um, a common misconception? Like, do you often find people that just think, no, sorry, I'd rather get my Botox or I'd rather spend on creams? Or do you feel like the world is becoming more in tune with, like, facial exercises? I think so. I think that, you know, it really is proof in, you know, just the after, you know, just try it and then you'll see the difference that it makes even just with one nice full session, how much of a glow your skin gets. And I'm a believer because of that, because I tried it once upon a time um, over a decade ago, and I noticed the difference right away. And so for me, that's why I'm a believer. I have nothing against like, you know, obviously your own choice on what you want to do as far as Botox or um, the injections. Um, so I'm not really, I'm not really in the position to like convince anybody Mm. here. I'm just here. If you know about it and you want more of it, I'm here to like teach you techniques and be with you as a community and even learn from you, learn from me. Like we can all learn from each other. And that's the kind of, you know, vibe and tribe that I want to build, um, around fit face fitness. I really want to kind of go back, but it's for a selfish reason. You know, you mentioned meditation earlier and you mentioned that you meditated from when like you were four or five years old, which I think is the cutest thing. (laughs) Um, And I've heard that in some places they are talking about teaching young children meditation to help them like ground themselves when they're having a tough time. Um, And I wish I'd got that because meditation is, again, it's a bit of a, a struggle for me. And I just wondered if you could share any tips for anyone that oh, feels like yes. wants the feeling, but isn't quite sure. Like, do you have to be lying down? Do you? Yes, like- I love this question so <laughs> much because no, you don't have to be in meditation lotus position to be <laughs> meditating, you know? And um, I think I, earlier in this interview, I mentioned that I have my meditation music on, but I'm doing other things. So it's mindful movement, really. So in yoga, if you think about it, you're doing, you're doing different moves, but it's in mindful movement. And it's the same thing with um, face fitness and face fitness. Every technique page has an affirmation. And so like this page, the neck warm up, it says I am divine. And the reason I put an affirmation for every move is that as you're doing the moves, you can include the affirmations and say, I am divine. Inhale, exhale. I am divine. And it took zero seconds to include that in. And so it's just about replacing whatever running thoughts you have in your mind with an affirmation, suggested affirmation, or one that you choose and replacing it and using that as your mantra to get your mind calm, to get you into this present place and to move in a mindful way. And so you do not have to be in meditation position, laying down or anything. It could just be you in front of the mirror, you know, doing your skincare. And that could be a form of um, spiritual self-care. And my husband always says his is when he's doing the washing up. He doesn't rush it. Yes. He just like enjoys it. 
Yes. Just fully being in the moment and enjoying it. That really relaxes you so much. And it almost slows down time, really. You Can know? you tell me, um, because I've just remembered that you're going to be the first interview that goes out in 2022 this year that I feel like we've all been looking forward to in the sense of bringing something new. So I'd love like, do you think your affirmations may change come the new year or do you always have a set? Have you got your favorite affirmations? Yes. Um, so I have my few classic favorites that I always go back to if needed. And then I always have my set of affirmations where I'm tr- I am um, thinking about in terms of current present and what I am trying to manifest at the moment. And the thing about manifestation is, you know, it's already there for you. You just need to like be in that vibration to receive it. And so um, that's what I'm trying to really reframe everything as is the affirmations that I have currently are really for the vibrations that I'm trying to match at the moment. So my classic favorite affirmations are no one is above you. No one is below you. And it's super simple. I love it. Um, another one that I will share is that I, something that I use with my company all the time is the light in me honors the light in you that makes our skin glow. That's something that I love to close with, um, at my, uh, whenever we have a meeting, a bigger meeting with my, uh, with my, uh, team at Sunina Skin, we close with, with that affirmation. And it's such a nice way to close, uh, on a weekly basis. Love that so much. What would you say that you're looking forward to in 2022? Is it about building the business? Is it a family goal? Is it a feeling that you, you know, you're after? Wow. You hit it right at the head. <laughs> like really? Um, I think all three of those things really, you know, the, the mom part is, you know, I definitely want to be a lot more patient and present with my kids um, because I know it's so easy with the phone um, to be constantly on the side working and not being present. And so I, I'm aware of that and I feel like I want to be present and in the moment and with my kids because they're so little for just this time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and I appreciate that so much. And then with the business, I do want to continue to grow the business. And um, I have this love and this feeling for my business that it will get where I want it to go. Um, but I'm appreciating the journey right now so much that it, it's almost like a child as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be in the moment and I want to be present for it. So there's just a lot of patience also involved with that. And um, as far as the feeling, I, I really love, and it's so funny that we came onto this page of I am divine because I love this like goddess energy and feeling mm. of divinity. And um, I, I, the energy that I feel in my community right now is that feeling of like just the women around me, they are empowered and they want more of it. And that's what I, I feel like I want to serve in 2022. Tell me about when you feel your most beautiful. What is it? What are you doing? 
I feel the most beautiful when I am definitely during skincare. I love that feeling of just um, the workout, the after the workout and the difference that I see and feel after I feel like I've really taken care of myself and it's more than skincare. It's really just this confidence that I'm building on a daily basis. Every time I touch my skin, I know my skin better. And I feel like I've touched my spirit a little bit and I've taken care of myself. So the, the self-love aspect is definitely there. Um, and so I think when I feel the most beautiful is when I'm in touch with myself and that, that could be through meditation. That could be through skincare. Like we talked about, it could be while I'm on the megaformer or, you know, just listening to my audiobooks. Like it could be at any moment where I feel like, Oh my gosh, I feel so empowered. Like that feeling of empowerment is when I feel the most beautiful. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this chat as much as I did. If you head over to Beauty Me Podcast on Instagram, you'll see Patricia sharing her two favorite facial exercises that we can all do at home. You can also follow Patricia at Patricia San Pedro underscore and check out her brand Sunina Skin too. Please tag me when you're listening. And as always, do please review, like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>